You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Glad you could be with us. And this is what we've been waiting for, a chance to see all the great young players. And we have one of them with us here today, Major Leaguer Hunter Renfro. Hunter, congratulations on being called up. Thanks for joining us here today. And uh, how does it feel to be uh, called Major Leaguer at this point? Uh, it feels really good. You know, it's, it's kind of <laughs> a dream come true. So it's very special to me. I'm very blessed. Yeah. Now, you, you are the most tenured visitor here on Padres Social Hour, we just found out. So <laughs> yeah. uh, you've, you've been here several times as a minor leaguer, but now it's nice to have you here in, in a big league uniform. How d- when did you find out you are getting called up to the big leagues, and who was the first person that you called? Uh, found out after the game, fortunately Memphis, we uh, finished our season there and uh, came one game short of you know the championship there, but uh, won the PCL. But uh, Rod you know, called us into the office one at a time and, and kind of told us all there and, <laughs> and uh, called my wife and told them they were at the game actually, so my, all my family was there. So it's kind of an easy way to celebrate there and come here. You know, last night, Major League debut, and I, I know you're getting ready to pinch hit. You go up there, and they walk you intentionally. And I don't know how many <laughs> times that's happened. I would imagine not many in Major League Baseball. What was When you're standing in there and you realize that they're going to walk you intentionally, what are you thinking? Um, not really thinking about that at all. You know, I'm just trying to go up there and, and try to get a hit and try to help win the ball game. And, and uh, you know, go up there and catcher steps up and, and points his glove out and is like, all right, well, that's fine with me, too. <laughs> so, so now in the back of your mind, are you still going over the scouting report of, hey, this is what this guy's supposed to be featuring? If he leaves one a little bit too close to the plate, I'm swinging? Oh, I'm just trying to get up there and try to get my rhythm down and make sure I can see the ball, you know. <laughs> uh, first time really playing at night here in San Diego, so uh, I just kind of really want to see the ball. So it's kind of the best of both worlds, really. Yeah, has it just been a blur for you for the last 24 hours, Hunter? I mean, you, you were just in the championship game for AAA for El Paso, and all of a sudden the next day you're standing in a big league batter's box yeah absolutely it's kind of a blur but I mean you try to come here and try to figure out you know what you need to do uh, to get ready here and and uh, fill out you know how all the people get ready here and and of course Jay's done an excellent job of teaching us and helping us uh, to wherever we need to be and you know what we need to do before the games and stuff like that and and I just kind of to find the schedule here is you got to kind of stick it out and uh, figure it out real quick (laughs) (laughs) by the way uh, congratulations Pacific Coast League MVP most valuable player which it's quite an honor. When you get into, you come to September 1st, and of course, players in your position start thinking about being called up, and then the Padres announce that you guys are going to stay down there through the playoffs. Uh, how important was that, uh, I think, in your development and in El Paso's development, that you guys stayed down there part of the PCL championship? Yeah, I think that was kind of the, the whole aspect of all of us being there, is just kind of have the camaraderie there. and and the will to win uh, and and actually just win it for El Paso as well you know I think that was the plan for the whole year honestly is to keep the core group there and and uh, as long as we're in a chance to win you know just keep us there as long as possible and and uh, win our championship. They're showing the uh, and, and for people that think that triple-a championships don't matter <laughs> the celebrations <laughs> is pretty darn good yeah 
Well, mean, you, and it brings up an interesting point, Bill, because we are watching the dog pile out in the middle of the field right now and everyone going crazy, having a great time. But, you know, sometimes there can be sort of mixed feelings with some of the guys that are expecting you to get called up and you're thinking, hey, you know, it's playoff time. This is exciting, but I'd rather be in the big leagues. We never got the sense that there was any of that uh, sort of double feeling. It seemed like you guys were committed as a group, and I think that's an, a testament to the, to the character that you guys have and the, and the camaraderie that you had on that ball club. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, the camaraderie there is unbelievable, honestly. Uh, from the start of the season to the end, uh, you know, even when we brought guys uh, in from Double A and the guys got moved up uh, at the middle of the season, you know, we kind of never really skipped a beat. Honestly, uh, everybody kept their stepped in their role and and uh, performed to the best of their ability. And and even to like the last few games, you know, we we knew we should be up here. Uh, honestly, the numbers were there. Uh, you know, nothing tells it shouldn't be. Right. Uh, but um, you know, we knew we were in a goal that we wanted to win, and uh, we kind of stayed focused on that and we really kind of produced and went up there with all the focus in the world and just got through it yeah. what were the pacific coast league playoffs like you have a, i mean it seemed i mean i know you won three straight to win the first round after yes. losing the opener then you won you stretched your winning streak and then you had to come back and, and win it in oklahoma city what were those playoffs like i mean honestly that's some of the best baseball i've played uh period uh, not necessarily as a performance level, but just playing a baseball game, watching a baseball game uh, unfold. You know, that was some great games we got to play in and, and watch. You know, they were close games, uh, a lot of them, and, and just it was great baseball. I mean, that's what you want to do. One, that's what you want to play and uh, play in is uh, perf you know, the playoff baseball, close games, and, and adrenaline high. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's all you ask for. Yeah, and you know you can look at the stats and numbers say one thing and batting averages and everything, but there's something that you can't read on a stat sheet, and that's how a guy is going to perform in the key clutch situations. And it seemed like every day when we were looking at the highlights and we were reading your name, I mean, yeah. it seemed like you really stepped up and, and really embraced that opportunity to perform in the big situations. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, I think at a certain point you got to mind got to click over and be like, you know, if you, if I fail, it's okay. I, mean, like <laughs> I think David Ortiz said right there uh, not too long ago, like. He was not scared to fail. Like yeah. That's the biggest thing I've ever heard. And uh, mm -hmm. that he was able to get up there. If he failed, so what? You know, he's going to know that he's going to do it the next time. And uh, you're not scared to fail is, is a big key. Yep. So are you, how do you feel? I mean, it's been a long season. You guys played 150-some games down there. You feel pretty good shape right now? Or are you? Uh, Absolutely. And I think I feel better now than I did probably a month ago. Uh, you know, I got a little hand issue uh, come up. But, you know, now I feel 100%. Uh, my body feels great. I had a few days off uh, in between the games there and the playoffs and stuff. So I uh, feel great. The legs feel awesome. I'm ready to go. Hey, Hunter, I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the changes that you've made as a hitter. I know Morgan Burkhart said, hey, when, when he showed up here, he was a masher, which, yeah. which is fine. It's cool to be a masher. Yeah. But he said you've really fine-tuned it. Now you're a hitter that can also you know, put up the big power numbers like you did. What are some of the changes that you've made this season? Uh, I think one of the biggest changes is cutting down on my – long swing like I, when I came into the organization I have a, had a real long swing, long swing that kind of was just kind of lift and loft to left field and and uh and it really didn't work when I got to double a because we had a big field there wind blew straight in it was tough to you know hit <laughs> ball out yeah <laughs> and, uh, so, so we got a, had to come back to a just a kind of a line drive hitter and and really shorten my swing up a lot and and it really helped to uh shorten down on the strikeouts and hit the hard Line drives. It, you know, what's really interesting about that, and like you said, you had the big long swing, and that served you well. It got you drafted in the first round. Obviously, it got you up to double A, but at some point it started to get exposed a little bit. Was yeah. it hard for you mentally just to sort of say, hey, hey I've got to start making some changes here? Uh, I think to it came to a certain point, it was like, hey, you know, it's time to change. You know, I went up to Quirky, and we all kind of had the idea, like, 
hey, let's get three or four days off. Let's really work on it and and just focus on getting back to the basics. And, and we're working on a new approach and new swing. And it paid off, honestly. You yeah. know, and, and I think this year, you know, one of my biggest success keys was not missing pitches. You know, the, the fastball that was supposed to be hit, the slider that was left up was supposed to be hit, I hit him. And you got to keep up that. And, it was, and you mentioned it. Your, your strikeout ratio was the lowest that it's ever been since you started playing. But you didn't lose any of the power. Exactly. So you, sh you got the best of both worlds. Absolutely. Like. Yeah. Got a lot of doubles, too. I mean, led the PCL in extra base hits, yeah. which is saying something. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, a lot of guys there are good. Some triples, even. Because he's got, got wheels. I got he's got wheels. I'm sure, I know, man. I know. He's got, he's got, got wheels. wheels. <laughs> that's, what, that's the point I was trying to make. It didn't exactly come out. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you've actually – he's – You've actually played center field quite a bit. Absolutely, I mean yeah, a lot of center field, especially when Manny gets day off. I uh, need a break. Got injured a little bit. Nick Knacks here. Uh, able to step in there and, and do it. it. Not only does he have wheels built, he's got a cannon. Yeah. And, and that was the first thing I saw a couple of spring trainings ago. He got called up for one of those uh, extra games yeah. in spring training, and you got a ball hit out to your right field. And you came up firing. I thought, oh my gosh, this guy's got a cannon out there. Yeah. The throw from left this year in, uh, in, in El Paso. El Paso. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 17 <laughs> assists on the season, second most only to your teammate, Manny Margot. Yeah. Uh, it's a big part of your game that you enjoy doing, showing off the big gun? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think a lot of that comes with the teams not knowing that, uh, that I have a great <laughs> arm, and then they kind of find out real quick. Uh, and I think it's not necessarily the arm strength with the accuracy too as well uh you, know, you, you can have the best arm in the world but you can't throw it in the right spot you're not gonna get anybody out yeah so um, i have a hats off to that and i'm very blessed to have that number that you're wearing on your back right now <laughs> they they are not telling you that you've got a job guaranteed next right. year you number 71 71 uh, yeah uh not, not going to read anything into that <laughs> other than Andy saying now, – now, Andy actually came out yesterday and said, you know what, we want to see what these guys can do because they are fighting for jobs right. next spring. But uh, I, I think you have plans to hand that number over next next year. I would hope so. <laughs> I, I've had that Maybe. number for two years now, <laughs> spring training, two spring trainings in a row and now here. So. That's your spring training number? Yeah, for two years. I didn't even get to go <laughs> up or down. It just went the same number. Yeah. So well, you can flip it, it around. Is. is somebody wearing 17 right 17? now? 17, yeah. I don't know. That wouldn't be a bad one to have. Exactly. Hunter, great to see you. Congratulations. And hopefully they're not going to be scared of you next time. They're they'll challenge you and not, uh, not do the intentional walk. Huh? Absolutely. Get that first big league hit. So. Thanks for joining us. Hunter Thank Renfro joining it. us on the Cholula Hot Seat. Cholula, uncapped real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. More Padre baseball talk coming up next right here on Padre Social Hour.